Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you know that I am so happy that you're here. Like, I really mean that. I know I say it pretty much every week, but I want you to know that I genuinely love creating these episodes for you and knowing that I get to be just a teeny tiny, small little part of your week talking into your ear holes just makes me incredibly grateful. So thank you for hitting play on this episode. This specific episode, like many others lately, I feel like, is directly inspired by somebody from the Hustle Sanely community. So a Hustle Sanely BFF asked this question in our BFF Facebook group, and it sparked some solid conversation in the group. And it made me realize that there are probably a lot of other people with a question similar to this one. So we're going to deem this a Help Me Hustle Sanely style episode, where I answer a specific question sent in by someone from the community. Sound good? All right. So here's the question. How do you find structure working from home when the things that need to be done have no deadline? I'm a stay-at-home mom with a part-time job trying to get things moving, but it's easy for me to get distracted with a million other things. I'm lucky if I manage to get one of my focus three done. It's not that I'm not productive. I'm just easily distracted and not naturally organized. Okay, so the first place that I want to start is with some mindset stuff, okay? Because as you know, key one to hustling sanely is get your mindset right. I know that some people tend to just skim over the mindset side of stuff and just go right to the practical action steps. Those are coming later, I promise. This is the Hustle Sanely podcast. I would not send you away without a practical action step, okay? But let's pause for a second. Have you ever thought about how that is not working for you. Like skipping the mindset stuff, I mean. Like it's clearly not supporting you because you keep ending up in the same cycles and situations. In this case, continuously getting distracted and not doing what needs to be done, right? So why not just just why not at least try leaning into that inner work and mindset stuff surrounding this to see what you can dig up? Because y'all, when we do the inner work, that's when practical action steps we put into practice actually stick and change happens. It's not woo-woo. It just makes sense, right? Our mindset is the root of everything in our lives. So if you want to dig up a weed, think about it. Like, what do you have to do? You have to pull it out 
from the root or the pesky thing is just going to keep growing back over and over and over again. So that is my little spiel on why the mindset work matters. So let's do some together right now. Let's go back to the question. How do you find structure working from home when the things that need to be done have no deadline? We're going to answer that part later on in the action steps portion of the episode. So hang tight. This part of her question, I'm a stay-at-home mom with a part-time job trying to get things moving, but it's easy for me to get distracted with a million other things. I'm lucky if I manage to get one of my focus three done. It's not that I'm not productive. I'm just easily distracted and not naturally organized. Okay. First thing, I do want to give her some props, which (laughs) I don't even know if people still say that, like give props. I don't know. We're going to roll with it. But I want to give her some props for her self-awareness. She is owning that she gets distracted by other things when she is trying to get her part-time job up and going. I feel like when we own where we are, that's what gives us the power to move out of it and into something more supportive. So let's talk about some of the other language that she used. Two things in particular. I'm lucky if I manage to get one of my focus three done and I'm easily distracted and not naturally organized. Okay. Y'all know that I am big on our words. I love speaking affirmations over my life because I really do believe that our words carry power. Proverbs 12, 6, if you're a fellow believer, actually says that our words have the power to destroy and the power to build up. And that's a responsibility that we have to accept. The power of our words, they're a gift from God. And we've got to tap into that. Like, come on, that is huge, you guys. So that being said, I recommend reframing and rephrasing. I'm lucky if I manage to get one of my focus three done to something like right now I'm struggling to get my focus three done, but I understand that I'm in charge of how I spend my time. And then the other statement, I'm easily distracted and not naturally organized. Let's reframe and rephrase that to right now I have a tough time staying focused, but I'm willing to learn and implement tools to help me be more organized with my time and my tasks. So neither of those reframes is being in denial. Like it owns where you're at, but it's also speaking life into where you want to go. You see what I mean? So, okay, we've reframed and rephrased to make sure we're speaking life and truth over ourselves. Now, let me give you a little journal prompt exercise to help you really, really dig deeper and get to the root of why this behavior is happening. So here are some journal prompts that I would like for you to work through. What kinds of things are distracting you? So are they household related, like seeing your kids toys all over the floor and feeling the urge to tidy up? in the moment? Are they things that just pop up into your mind feeling that feel like really pressing in the moment? So like little work tasks like redesigning your podcast thumbnail or choosing a new font for your logo, like random tasks, like they pop up in your brain and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this right now. So think about it. What types of things are distracting you? The next question I want you to journal on, why are things distracting you so easily? Is it because you feel overwhelmed by how much is on your plate? Or is it something a little bit deeper than that? Like you're scared to pursue your dream or your part-time job because you feel like you're not capable or worthy of success. I encourage you to get out an actual journal like pen and paper pen and paper, shameless plug for the Peacefully Productive Journal, and work through these questions. Don't just think about them, but get your thoughts out on paper to help you process. There is so much science behind the power of journaling because 
here, think about it like this. Like there are so many things going on in our subconscious that we're not really aware of because they're subconscious, right? Like we're aware of what's going on in our conscious mind. But when you journal, it gives you that opportunity to pause, go a little bit deeper and tap into that subconscious. So you're bringing your subconscious to the conscious part of your mind, right? So that is a big reason why I absolutely love and am very pro journaling, especially when it comes to mindset work. Like you can't just sit and think about these things. You have to get them out of your brain and onto paper. Hello, it is me interrupting myself, but I want to remind you that the Best Year Ever Workshop is happening this year. From December 7th through the 9th, I will be posting videos on Instagram to help you set up your 2023 Peacefully Productive Planner so that you can get the most out of it and go into 2023 ready to embody the healthiest version of yourself. The workshop is totally free and you don't even have to sign up or anything. You literally just need your planner. You can do paper or digital, either version works. And uh, you need that and then to click play on each of the videos over on Instagram. Like that's it. It's been so rad seeing you guys get your 2023 planners in the mail. Like literally your love and joy for the planner made every single second of packing over a thousand orders while eight months pregnant worth it. I'm telling you, we have less than 350 planners left. So if you've been meaning to grab one, I would not wait much longer because they are going quickly. Like I mentioned last week, we're not doing a Black Friday sale for the paper planners, but because my podcast fam is my favorite, I did create a secret discount code just for you guys. Again, I'm not sharing this on Instagram. It's just for the podcast fam, but you can use the code podcast fam, all caps to get 10% off 2023 paper and digital planners at hustlesanely.com. Again, that code is podcast fam in all caps to get 10% off of your 2023 planners at hustlesanely.com. All right, let's jump back into the episode. True story, I feel like in this season, preparing my life, home, and business for motherhood and maternity leave, I can relate to this scenario of feeling like I'm being productive, but also getting distracted (laughs) by all the things. This summer, I felt very, very scattered when it came to productivity. Like, yes, I was checking a bunch of stuff off and being air quotes productive, but I wasn't getting the important stuff done. So I had to do a few things to help me kind of like rein it in, pinpoint distractions, and focus my time and energy on what actually needed to be done. And y'all, I can honestly say that doing these things helped me to really hone in during the months of August through October and focus on getting the stuff done that truly, truly mattered, okay? Because August through October, I kind of in um, July, that's when I kind of was like, holy crap, I'm overwhelmed. There's so much to do for work and for baby to prepare for maternity leave. What the heck? So I was just kind of grabbing at tasks, like going at it, and it was not pretty. So at the end of July, I like created a game plan and I wanted to finish all of my maternity stuff by November 14th because that's when I'm going on maternity leave. So I created a detailed plan from August through October, and then I left the first two weeks of November open for open loops. Um, so uh, that I could actually get stuff done 
that mattered and that I didn't feel like scattered and spread thin and that I wasn't sacrificing my mental health. I was still showing up for the important relationships in my life. So that being said, let's answer this part of the question now. How do you find structure working from home when the things that need to be done have no deadline? So I feel this to my core because in my life and in my business, I am the creator of all of my own deadlines and all of my own structure. I really don't have anyone leaning over my shoulder, tapping their foot, like telling me what needs to be done and when. Like I just got to figure it out for myself. So I have five tips for creating structure and following through with what needs to be done that I want to share with you. And I really hope that these help you. Okay. So tip number one, let go of this season's unnecessary tasks. Now, I talked about this very briefly over on Instagram stories a few weeks ago, and it resonated with so many of you. So let me explain what I mean. Sometimes in certain seasons, our plates really do feel just unmanageably full. And when that's the case, for me at least, that's when it's easy for me to get distracted by what I like to call low-hanging fruit tasks. So low-hanging fruit tasks, they're tasks that are on your to-do list that are easy or low energy. So they're super tempting to just grab and do them in the moment. But when you do that, you're taking away time and energy that could be used toward tasks that are really important and that are actually a priority to get done. So in these extra full seasons or seasons when you feel like you're having a tough time focusing on what needs to be done, I like to declutter my plate of unnecessary tasks. I know we are a community who loves us a concrete example. So I'm going to share some tasks that I let go of in this season of prepping for maternity leave. So I have two of them to share with you. Number one, filming videos for YouTube for the new planners and products. And number two, decorating our house for fall. So how did I decide to let those things go, even though both of them are important? One of them drives sales to my business, the YouTube videos, right? And the other one, it brings me joy. Fall is my favorite. I love decorating for fall. But I sat down with my journal and I asked myself, what open loops are making me feel stressed out right now? And both of those tasks popped up in my mind. So letting them go supports me better in this season than finding a way to kind of cram them into my schedule, taking time away from things that really do need to be done in this season, like taking breastfeeding classes and getting the podcast and BFF membership prepped through the end of February of next year so that I can relax during my maternity leave. So to me, recognizing that we need to let go of certain things during specific seasons is just as important as recognizing what we need to hold on to. So don't just focus on what you need to do focus on what you need to let go of too. So tip number two that I have to help you create structure and follow through with what needs to be done is categorize and prioritize your tasks. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about this one because we have a whole entire podcast episode walking you through how to use a tool called the Eisenhower Matrix to help you decide what tasks are truly urgent versus which ones aren't. I'm going to link the episode in the show notes for you, but basically you need to get all the 
tasks that are floating around in your brain out on paper and categorize them based on level of importance so you can see in black and white right in front of your face which tasks are more important than others, right? Because if you don't know, you're going to feel like they're all important. But if you have it laid out in front of you, like, okay, these are actually the most important tasks for me to get done, you're going to be able to kind of create routines and schedules that support you getting those things done, right? So that's number two. Number three, the third tip that I have for you for creating structure and following through with what actually needs to be done is create your own deadlines based on priority level. And this is a two-parter, put them in your planning system. So this one requires a little thing that we call discipline because when you're in charge of your deadlines, that means that you also have to be in charge of the consequences that follow when you don't stick to said deadlines, right? I'm going to link a podcast episode in the show notes that talks about discipline if you need some support in this area because I want to spend this time talking more about the how to create the deadlines more than sticking to them. So here's what I did to help me create deadlines for all the things that needed to be done before baby E makes her arrival. I created two catch-all task lists. One was called personal before baby and the other was called professional before baby. I literally brain dumped every task that came to my mind of what needed to be done before baby comes. Then I went through each list and determined if any of them had more strict deadlines than others, like any of the tasks. So for example, having the best year ever workshop planned and created needed to be done before December because that's when I put it out for you guys. It's like a built-in deadline. You know what I'm saying? Um, Next, after I did that, I made a list of all of the months in the year from August to November because I did this exercise, like I said, in July and I knew that I wanted all of these tasks done by November. And then I assigned each task to a month using what I knew about those built-in deadline tasks tasks to guide me. And those are my deadlines. So it's just kind of sitting down, dumping out all of the things that need to be done and uh, prioritizing them and creating your own deadlines. Nobody's going to give you deadlines if you don't create them yourself, right? Especially in this case scenario, if you're a stay-at-home mom or like an entrepreneur or something, like you're in charge of creating your deadlines. So if you don't create them, they don't exist, which at first can be like, oh, amazing. Like I don't have deadlines, like pinning me down. But but deadlines don't really pin me down. They hold me accountable to actually get things done that need to be done. You know what I'm saying? So after I have all those deadlines, I grabbed my planner and I wrote each task in the monthly catch-all task list. So it's still broken up into personal and professional. So I just went into the deadline month and I wrote the task on the appropriate list. So this helped me to not get distracted by all the things that I needed to do before baby comes, but instead equipped me to focus on a few things at a time without feeling overwhelmed, okay? When I did my weekly prep meetings during each month, I was able to pull from my monthly catch-all task list to help me know what needed to be done each week in order to complete all of the tasks for the month. I wasn't stressing or worrying about other tasks because I knew that they would have time dedicated to working on them during their deadline months. So that is tip number, are we on three or four y'all? 
I'm losing count. I think we're, I think that was tip number three, right? Yeah, tip number three. So moving on to tip number four to help you create structure and follow through with what needs to be done is create daily and weekly schedules and routines that help minimize day-to-day distractions. So I have a whole course dedicated to helping you create daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly routines for a peacefully productive life. I will link it in the show notes for you, uh, which, whoa, 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 we are going to have some robust show notes today. But right now, I'm going to share three routines that help minimize day-to-day distractions, okay? Number one, duh. Hustle Sanely 5. The Hustle Sanely 5 habits create space in your day to get your most important tasks done, move your body, tidy your home, and do one kind thing for yourself and someone else. Creating rhythms for these things every day helps me to make them a routine in my life so that I'm not getting distracted by things that are like constantly picking up the house, wondering when I'm going to pick up the house, because I know that my tidy for 15 is built into my day. Like I'm good to go. So hopefully that makes sense. So HS5 has seriously been such a lifesaver during my pregnancy because it's just taken a lot of the guesswork out of things. Like I just know I'm weaving these habits into my day. So that's the first one. The second um, routine that helps minimize day-to-day distractions is batching your week and having a daily schedule outline. I am a major fan of using batching, this is not a surprise, to help me be the best steward of my time and energy in work and in my personal life. The way I use batching is assigning each day a focus for different parts of my life. So let me give you two examples, one personal and one professional. So my personal life, I recently decided to start following a batch schedule for my HS5 Tidy for 15, and I'm really, really loving it in this season. Before, I used to just set a timer for 15 minutes and do whatever looked like it needed to be done around the house. But like I told you guys a couple months ago, I am just in a season where I am craving simplicity. I think because I'm entering into motherhood, I just want things to be easy and streamlined. So I created a batch schedule for my tidy for 15 and it looks like this. So Mondays, I spend my 15 minutes cleaning and tidying our bedroom. Tuesday, I focus on the guest bathroom and the nursery. Wednesday, I focus on the kitchen. Thursday, I focus on my office. Friday, I do my home reset routine, which I talked about in a past episode. And then Saturday, I focus on the living room and the dining room. So that is how I use batching in my personal life, an example. And then an example for my professional life, I assign each day like a theme or a focus for what I'm working on in my business. So Monday is all about product development. Tuesday is all about calls and content creation. Wednesday is all about calls and group coaching. Thursday is all about product development. And then I typically take Fridays off, but in this season, I've usually been working half days on Fridays and I do open loops. So things that just didn't get done during the week that need to be done in order for me to have a peaceful maternity leave. So again, batching helps me to just never question when things are going to get done because everything has a home in my weekly schedule. Like truly, it gives me so much peace knowing 
that everything just has its place. And then the third and final routine that I'm going to share with you that helps minimize day-to-day distractions is having a catch-all task list to hold space for things that pop up in your mind as you're just like living your life. So I recommend having a spot in your planning system where you can keep track of random tasks that pop into your mind because then you don't have to worry about forgetting about them or them kind of falling through the cracks. And that's usually why people feel that need or that urge to do these tasks that pop up in their head right then in the moment so that they don't fall through the cracks. But this pulls your time and energy away from more important tasks. Not every task that pops up into your mind needs to be done right then and there. And listen, I am preaching to myself, okay? I used to be so, I struggled with this pretty hardcore. Like something would pop up and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to drop everything and do this immediately. And then I started using a catch-all task list and I was like, okay, now I know I'm not going to forget about it. I don't have to do this right now. So when we have a system to collect and schedule these kinds of tasks, we're less likely to be derailed by them and distracted by them because you know, like I said, they have a place on your calendar. They have a place in your schedule. They're going to get done. You don't have to stop, drop, and roll to them right now, okay? So the that brings us to the fifth and final tip that I am going to share with you guys today for creating structure and following through with what needs to be done. And tip number five is do your focus three early in the day. Now, this one's pretty straightforward, but the earlier on in the day that you get your focus three done, the less room there is for distraction, right? It's just setting yourself up for success. Plus, I don't know about y'all, but when I get my focus three tasks done earlier in the day, I literally feel so accomplished because I know the tasks got my best time and energy and it just kind of builds momentum for the rest of the day, right? Like it helps just set the tone and not having your most important tasks hanging over your head all day long, it just frees up so much mental space. So those are my tips to help you create structure and just focus on tasks that need to actually be done. So what do we do when we do get distracted? Because here's the thing, we're human, life happens, we're going to get distracted and important things sometimes are not going to get done when you want or need them to get done. So what do you do then? Well, a quick little reminder, which you know this is coming, say it with me, Hustle Sanely Squad, our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. This means that when something doesn't go according to plan, instead of freaking out and just throwing in the towel altogether, pivot and adjust, okay? Ask yourself, what can I control right now? What is one move that I can make to get back on track with one important task? And do that thing. It can be a small step toward one of your focus three, Then ask yourself that same question again and do it again, okay? Small steps repeated consistently are where momentum and movement come from. Now, if you keep putting off the same task over and over, I want you to revisit your life vision and ask yourself if this thing that you keep putting off actually aligns with your vision, okay? Maybe you've had submit grad school application on your focus three for weeks now, but you keep finding yourself doing other things like organizing your spice drawer, starting a YouTube channel, taking your dog on extra walks instead, right? You've got to be real with yourself and ask hard questions like, do I really want to go to grad school? Does it align with my vision and my values? 
If so, why am I putting it off? Is it out of fear of rejection? Do I need help with a part of the application that I'm stuck on? So if you struggle to get clear on your life vision, I have got you. There are so many exercises in the 2023 planner to help with this, and we're going to be doing them together during the Best Year Ever workshop. But that's what I've got for you today, how to stop getting distracted and stay focused on what needs to be done. We talked about the mindset piece of getting distracted. I gave you five practical action steps for focusing on what needs to be done. And I even gave you a little a little tidbit on what to do when you do get distracted because we're humans and it's going to happen. So I really hope this episode met you right where you're at and that you were able to gather some solid takeaways to put into practice. Don't forget to snag your 2023 planner over at hustlesanely.com and use the code podcastfam, all caps, for 10% off. Okay, so again, 2023 planner, go get one, hustlesanely.com. Use the code podcastfam to save 10%. I love you guys so much. I will chat with you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.